Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. If I won the lottery, I would absolutely quit. Because what I, I don't need I don't need this. A construction worker for three hours probably works harder than you do for yeah. your three hours. Are you kidding? The mental drain that this is. Ooh. I'm unbodied right now. What is unbodied? That means that I'm not using my body to work. I'm using all my brain power. Unbodied means you have no body. Yeah. I'm not. I don't need one right now. I'm using my head. You're, yeah. You know your head is part of your body, right? From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Frank is so stupid. Frank is like the worst person. I mean, it doesn't get any worse than Frank, honestly. He takes things out of context. That no, no, he didn't. Totally, that was totally out of context. That felt like he literally just played the show. Yeah. That wasn't out of context. He didn't cut anything together. He just grabbed part of the show. He just yeah, he didn't play the part each- where David said how hard I work, how unbelievably difficult well, it is I think to that drive was the three hours that I, I put in every day. It felt like sarcasm from the listener. That wasn't. That wasn't. David, David is... Uh, it's look, He's Frank. True of heart, Frank. It's the product of being an artist because John credited you with the Gilbert stuff because you know it wasn't an attack on him. Now he sees this as an attack, so you're stupid. So that's yeah. how it goes. He just put a mirror up to you. <laughs> yeah, that's all he did. That's all. Well, thank you. Okay, and and he's stupid, and he's uh, a hole. He starts the show every day stupid. Except yesterday, Gilbert's was good. Gilbert, uh, Gilbert, no, yesterday was, was the unbelievable thing you call that. Stupid oh, that too. was stupid too. <laughs> yeah, you mean? Oh, mo- yeah, you mean two, like Tuesday? Tuesday whatever yeah. Tuesday. That was good. One, okay. Frank is like he's Kyle Tucker gets a hit Kyle every. Kyle Tucker every, wishes he's one out of five. Well, no, this goes back weeks since Frank had a good one. He had one Gilbert, and then he's basically Kyle Tucker in the postseason. <laughs> That's what he is. That's insulting. So is Dusty the greatest manager in Astros history? Mm. I heard somebody say that, and I was like, "Well, you know, there is. A, you know what? I, that might be years. that might be the case. I mean, look at his record for those four years. I mean, AJ Hinch was here about the same amount of time, I guess. So a- AJ had to go through that. Well, AJ had to do a lot of work. Yeah, yeah there was a lot of work. I mean, to do. Dusty. Dusty did a lot of yeah, work, but he I don't know up. that he had to. Was, you know the phrase boondoggling? He might have, he might have do, done more he work was, than he needed. He was a little boondoggling, yeah, right. like, let me move this roster yeah, around. Like, well, well, I had to really switch these rosters around. Well, you didn't have to. No, you could have just left everybody out there. <laughs> he just chose to. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. That's a, that's, a, that's a pretty good question. You know, it's, inter- it's, it's, it's tough because you have two managers split up inside this dynasty. The time was split up. The heavy lifting was done by one guy, and then you had another guy who had to, you know, every manager has to go through adversity during the season. People, I think, give Dusty a little too much. Can you believe he had to have these injuries? Well, a lot of a lot of co- managers do. Dusty had a lot to deal with this year, though. Now, this year, Dusty had a lot to deal yeah. with. Oh, absolutely. And they got there. I mean, I don't think it's successful. Like, you can't tell me, this is what I don't like, because I think managers get too much blame, too. Like, Dusty, I think... Sometimes gets too much blame, but you can't tell me how great a manager did being able to overcome this, that, and the other when they are also, you know, 
had a losing record at home and could never win at home. You, you have to figure that out. But then again, you're also at the, you know, let's face it, every every manager in baseball, more so than bas- basketball and football, you have way more input as a as a head coach. Baseball manager. I don't know. you got to make a lot of in-game moves. I mean, yeah, but yeah, not as many in-game. as football. I like football, you're calling well, plays. There's, there's calling pitches you're as calling well. Plays, Everyone. You're, you're substituting in and out throughout the game of basketball. In baseball, what does Dusty Dusty has to come well, up with a lineup? Pitch calling and yeah, well, Dusty's a, not calling pitches. No, well, sometimes, yeah, absolutely. A manager will know what what he. You wants. think Dusty's calling pitches yeah, over think, Maldonado? But, no, I don't think. I think you're giving him credit for that. I don't think he's. Well, doing I think that. a lot of managers are. I, know I don't a think. Lot, I know a lot of managers are calling. Pitches. I think mostly baseball managers make lineup decisions, then have to make in game decisions that primarily, especially with DH now, rotate around pitching. Right? They don't do as much in yeah. a game. In a game. Uh, in yeah, so they get too much blame. So they also the reason I'm saying that is I think sometimes they get too much blame. Right when well, when a team doesn't when a hitters aren't hitting. Yeah, no, no, no. I I, I get it, but that's not the, good, that's not the question. Is he the best? Uh, is he the best manager the Astros ever had? And well, who, I it's mean, arguable that he is. I would say probably AJ. Hinch. You know, he did walk into a great. Hey, listen. Click walked into a great situation. Yeah. Dana Brown walked into a great situation. Yeah. Dusty walked into a great situation. Jeff Bagwell, Jeff Bagwell walked, into, walked a, into it and is trying his best to kind of you know bring it down, kind of back to. Okay, so do you think Dusty would? That's terrible. Did you see? Do you think Dusty would say he walked into a great situation? Considering, well, no, yeah, that's a good point. Dusty walked into a terrible situation with great players. Yeah, well, that's right. actually what he walked into. Right, he walked into a bunch of whip dogs. In an embarrassed organization, Dusty actually walked into a terrible situation, but with really good players. What Dusty was best at was like what Dusty was best at was not. And but Dusty, for those who didn't hear, is retiring. The official press conference will be today. But um, Dusty walked into actually an awful situation, a truly awful situation. They were known yeah. as the team. Yeah, they were known as the team that stole a World Series. They were known as the bunch of cheaters. Alex Bregman, it had an impact for him for years. Um, and then, not only did you walk into that situation, you walked into that situation plus COVID. That was probably the least desirable situation that any manager, uh, the COVID everyone had well, to deal with. Well, that's But it had, they great, had great players that went to the World Series. Horrible situation. The World Series and the Horrible and, situation, yeah. great players. Yeah. Horrible situation, but great players overcome that, okay? If he was in Detroit and walked into a situation where everybody hated him, that's a really bad, bad situation. This one, yeah, let's go to the World Series every year, okay? So, I mean, I get, I get it. It was it COVID and everything. Everybody had to go through COVID, though. Everybody did. So, that was that. But, um, man, when you, when, you, uh, when you acquire a team like this that Jeff Luno put together, to me, Jeff Luno is the best uh, best general manager that this city's ever had, and possibly one of the great of all. Who's the best pitching the coach? Best ki- pitching coach is back in the World Series again. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. We gotta we gotta remember we gotta remember what got this team on track to be a dynasty. And I feel now, they like they did win the World Series without him. So you know, I, they, they, they 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 went on without Brent Strom and did great things. So I feel like this team. Well, they got to a level of understanding pitching too, of 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 knowing how to approach the zone. It was Strom who really altered the way that they attacked pitching, uh, attacked the strike zone. It was Strom who helped them to well, and and inside their own organization about spin rates and the way that they use technology. To isolate well, everybody learned players. something from Strami learned it from somebody. So I mean, 
There is, you know, the, well, they but, did it. Those two did it. But Miller and, and you, we can't take it away from them. They, they did, they did then it. they did this too. Murphy and Miller. If, right. you, if you don't want to take that away, make well, sure they, they get this too. they did get back too. to the ALCS, you know, so. You Their know, pitching sucked. They got there despite the starting pitching. Don't They don't get credit for it. Well, well, they got there. I mean, look at the job Javier and, and Brown did. Look at Fromber was really great the second half of the season. Who cares if they got there? The pitching sucked. We can't give them last year and then they don't wear this year. Right. Well. They got to wear this year too. My point is, we're off the dusty thing, but I'm already pissed off in a lot, and most of Houston is too. This idea, and the quote came out from Brian McTaggart. Uh, Brian McTaggart said this. I think he may have said it on the radio because somebody pulled it off the radio. Um, Brian McTaggart apparently said that uh, Dana Brown will have a say in who's the manager's chair. But owner Jim Crane and Jeff Bagwell, the team's senior advisor to ownership and baseball operations, will oversee finding the next Astro skipper. So I'm glad the general manager will have a say. You know, mm-hmm. we'll listen. He can talk with his mouth. But it's going to be Jim Crane and Jeff Bagwell making the decisions. You know, I brought up the Strom thing to, to make sure that I made this point. Strom got run out of town. Dumb, dumb, dumb. And then, you know, just I don't want I don't want sorry the Bagwell Biggio era Astros there was some good stuff to it but mostly it was just filled with with disappointment and choking I don't want that era I don't want Jeff Bagwell it feels like is trying to attach himself to something that's already great so he can be part of it too I no 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 thank you don't want anything to have to do with that get back to who you were and who you were was you know what Leno built along with AJ Hinch and Dusty did a nice job of I think I think he I think it can't be understated actually what Dusty did with you remember how bad it was these guys getting booed so viciously everything called names like this was that's a lot to go through all the time and Dusty did a great job with that Dusty's time had had passed it was time to move on to someone else that's what they're going to do Dusty I think gets to go live his life and and retire but moving forward my gosh the idea that Jeff Bagwell, who thought that Montero and Abreu is the way to go, and I don't want to hear about – I guess we'll get lots of times to apologize to Jeff Bagwell for all of his great moves now. You know, the, the, this isn't the way it should be run. The Jeff Bagwell era, I don't want it. I've already seen it. It's not that great, honestly. It's fine in the regular season. It's atrocious in the postseason. I don't want the Jeff Bagwell era. He's not part of – what 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 made the Astros special? He's not part of that analytics era that figured a lot of different things out. Not interested. And if this is the end of it, and Jeff Bagwell, I think Jackie actually said it best. Bagwell seizing the opportunity to become hated in a town he should be revered in. That's actually the truth. Because all eyes are on, like Tupac said, all eyes on Jeff. Yeah. Uh, listen, when Jim Crane... He has had this behind the scenes, and now it's more open. But he has had this little caucus of his for years now. Mm-hmm. And even when Luno was here, he always had his advisors. He had guys behind the scenes and stuff. He was he has been doing this for a while now. Now it's just more out in the open. Reggie Jackson's than the Jeff Bagwell's. As soon as we own the team, then we're going to be able. If Jeff Bagwell's going to be a part of it, and there's nothing we can do about it, there's, I know, but it's not, terrible. Well, it, but there's nothing you can do about it. Well, I mean, okay, we can just watch the demise. I yeah, guess well, I true. guess, or maybe they'll be good. I mean, I, I don't know. 
Uh, just because Jeff Bagwell is making a choice doesn't mean that it's going to be horrible. Yeah, it usually does. No, it really doesn't. I mean, Jose, I mean, the Montero thing was, to me, was the most, it was the Jose worst. Jose Abreu is not going to, after three years, you're going to look back and you're going to say, Maybe, we'll great. see. I mean, he certainly great. did. He you're, certainly, you're, he certainly is trending much better than he you're was. Tre- you're trending. Well, we'll see if he trends that way. You're giving him the credit for. You know, for I, I don't know, I don't know. We'll see. More six weeks than six no, no, months. No, and it is. It's a, it's against everything that that it's certainly it's against everything that Crane believes in. Giving him the la- it, basically the last three years of a ten year deal where you're getting giving the old guy thirty nineteen and a half million dollars per year. It's ridiculous. It's not what the Astros. do. It's not what the Astros do. So it is. But you know what? It's it it's what they've done. We'll see. I mean, immediately just because we see Jeff Bagwell's name on it, everybody is just. Like, oh, it's, it, how do you know? Let's see who they pick. I swear to God, I'll quit this station if Brad Osmus is the manager. <laughs> I'll quit, and I'll just do NFL. <laughs> because I don't want to go through that era of Astros baseball again. Truth be told, to me, it was just so vanilla. It's so milk toast. It's just like, uh, you can't hit at all. You just aren't, uh, guys, be quiet. Let's just walk. Let's make sure we sprint to first base after home runs. Like, it's the no-fun zone. This Astros is everything that era wasn't. They have fun. They don't. I remember Lima telling us that how much the pitchers hated him because he signed autographs and had fun. Like that whole that whole or that whole team gave me the blues at times because you knew they were going to just come up short and come up tiny in the postseason. Only Lance Berkman had had balls in a postseason and Carlos Beltran for that one year, and then he ruined everything with stupid cheating scandal. I'm just I I just I don't want to see this again. I don't want Jeff Bagwell, Jeff, man, just be a Hall of Famer and sit behind home plate. Just do that. Why do you have to get involved with go do hitting instructing in the minor leagues or something? You know, be but don't don't sit there and tell me that Jeff is now right there. It's those two are going to oversee it. What gave him the right What has he ever done to oversee any of the stuff? Where was he? Serious question. Where was he when all this was being built? He was not in a good place. No, he was not. No, he was. And not. I give Jeff all the credit in the world personally for for coming out of that. I think he did an incredible job, and I and I love his sobriety now and everything that's going on. But Jeff Bagwell is not. It, Jeff Bagwell has not earned any right to to well, be neither part has of Dana Brown. Neither has neither Dana did, Brown did has Jim gone Click. through the. What are you talking about? Dana Brown has gone through the major league process of becoming a front office executive. Yeah, he has. Well, yeah. Well, and he Jeff, was with a good team that won a World Series. Right. Well, Jeff has been behind the scenes and, and watching this thing and being a part of it. Watching an, an, an it. I watched advisory. it, too. When are they going to let me? I, no, I'm no, a numbers no. guy. He's been with in, in the organization doing stuff a lot longer than you know. What stuff? Uh, advising. He's been in an advisory role. What, what's his advising best, who? What's his Jim best Crane. advice? What do you think his best advice is? His best advice yeah. has been... With his advisory stuff, what do you think his best advice was? Get rid of Jim Click because you just won a World Series with him. Can't have him around anymore. Is, is he Jack Easterby? No, he's not Jack. Look, no, oh, oh. No, stop. I've swung, wait, 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 wait. I've swung at enough outside sliders in the playoffs to know this is how it gets done. I've yanked my head out of the... I've swung so hard that my head just popped right up in the air. I was swinging so hard. I know what that's supposed to look like. Uh... Well, it's did not Jim Jeremy Click Pena. First? I'm trying to think of who does that with the Astros. We don't really have anyone. That's did a... Jim Click face Sterling Hitchcock? No. No. But your mic, ju- your oh. mic just turned off. Oh, I was going to say, I faced Sterling Hitchcock and Kevin Brown. Be, be for real did here, Did Jim John. Click do that? 
What is what, what? What could he possibly? I mean, what what has Jeff done that's so great that that AJ Hinch wasn't doing, that Jeff Leno wasn't doing, that Brendan Tobman, that Mike Elias? These are guys who I mean, Tobman. Tobman. Was, yeah, Tobman was kicked out. But you don't think Tobman was was influential? Yeah, and, and yeah, did some, I, I, you don't in, think Tob in berating women? Yeah, Tobin did that. What do you think he did in terms of building building Bagwell teams? Never berated Are a woman. Know? Jeff, do you think that he? Yeah, Are you I don't have anything yeah, to say not, about that. You're not an advocate. You're you not think he? No, yeah. seriously. Brandon Tobin was actually part of the guys who he Jeff was a right hand man. Has turned Lance into say, hey, Tobin, not so bad. No, that guy was actually <laughs> doing work. That guy actually did work. You think he just said? You think he was the minister of screaming at women? Was that his job? Yeah, that's how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, that's how bad it is. That's Jeff Bagwell. Tobin? Mm, Jeff Bagwell. Take, mm, what? Tobin? Where's he at now? I mean, I know he embarrassed the organization. No, I don't want to back, bring him back. Brandon well, Tobin was better than Bagwell. Right, Brandon Tobin was God, right next awful. to Jeff Leno and building stuff. ESPN, not you a and your, you and This is what it? I know. Who was John it? is a Bagwell guy. 780-3776 who are you is the a, number. If you want to get in here right now, I want to talk about GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. That's John Clay Wolf. John Clay Wolf is a good guy. He ain't like what Lance is talking about. Okay, he's he's going to be on with us, by the way, on Saturday morning because he that's what he does. He he buys and sells cars. Well, he doesn't sell them. He buys cars on the radio every Saturday morning, and then he sells them at auction. And what he gets at auction is a lot less than other other guys who buy cars. But you know why? Because he pays more for the car every single time. He pays more for the car to you than the other guys do. And you know what that means? That he makes less. But he says, oh, well, you know what I'll do? I'll buy a lot more. And that's how I'll make my money. Because I will pay you more, and then I will make less when I sell at auction. But if you don't go, if you don't go to GiveMeTheVin.com when you're selling your car, then I'm sorry. That's on you. Because at GiveMeTheVin.com, you're going to get more for your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Planet Unicorn, hey. Planet Unicorn, Unicorn Planet. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. What are you guys' thoughts? You're more than welcome to get in. 713-780-3776. Listen, I'm not advocating Jeff Bagwell, uh, but let, let's. it's going to play out. You, we've got no say in the damn thing. Jim Crane owns the team. Resist. Just like, just like, what about resist? Can somebody's we go? still comparing this to Jerry Jones and Barry Switzer. I mean, uh, this is, uh, well, you know, is Jim Crane... You know, is he is he is his ego going to let it get in the way like Jerry Jones did? Is Jeff Bagwell Barry uh, Barry Switzer who's ruining or Jack Easterby? Uh, who, uh, well, well, you uh, say that, but but the owner Jack somebody, Easterby does, had, somebody had, has, had no business. Hold on a second. Jack Easterby had no. He was in bas- in college basketball and then moved to football. And I mean, he had no business running an organization. Well, Jeff was, Bagwell's a Hall of Fame baseball about player. The it's thing. totally different. What about the Plus, he thing? used God to. I mean, stop, stop. He's not Jack Easterby. Hold on, that's terrible. No, 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 no. Not exactly the same. However, he's a guy from outside, from the outside of what was built. He comes in, gets the owner's ear, and helps to make decisions where the the people who were actually building stuff. Are maybe not as influential now. Maybe I'm overstating what Jeff's actual actual power is, but I don't think so. I don't think I am. From what I've heard, Jeff Bagwell and Reggie Jackson, by the way, have a lot of power. But you didn't say you didn't see Brian McTaggart say and Reggie Jackson. He said Jeff Bagwell yeah. is going to help advise what to do. I just 
it's 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 just a situation where I, I and I don't care if you I don't care if you're a Hall of Famer. That is the biggest. That's the lamest. Thing. Yeah, but he people play, use I Hall mean, of Fame all the time. Doesn't mean you know how to build a team. No, no, no. Uh, but that that is a, an horrific. Jack Easterby was a poison. Sorry, I mean that's not it's not the case. What it's are you going to say in two years if this team crumbles? This team is but. But name a team that's gone seven years and done what this team has done. But Honestly, name a team. No, at some point it is going to it start is, to it, it is, is going, going to decline. To, but the but the but the window. And you're going to blame it all on Jeff Bagwell. No, but the window's still open. You don't. Yeah, it need, is. And you know what? They're going to okay. be good next year. You know what? You started with. Okay, what are you going to do when Jose Altuve and 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 Alex Bregman are up? What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to extend Altuve, and I have to think about it with Bregman. And then when Kyle Tucker in two years is no longer here, I mean, Wait, here's, listen, it's, it's and, then, and this is what this organization has done it's easy. over and over. You let and over, everyone and walk, and you don't continue to lose anyone. players, continue to lose players, continue to lose players. This is how the organization has gone. Up. All of those guys that Jeff Luno brought in, they just say, "No, you, you, we don't need you anymore. We don't need you anymore. We don't need you anymore." And at some point, the Jeff Luno era is going to be over. Yes, at some, you know what you have to be doing to keep it going is to. Evaluate extremely well. Make smart contract decisions. Well, that's what Dana Brown is for. Make I don't. You think Dana Brown is really happy? Dana with Brown that's has got on? to draft. Dana Brown has got to run the minor league organization. What about yes. contracts and all of those? All of that stuff. Yes, he's got to do contracts as well. Yes, we sure. Yeah, you're not sure of that. I'm not either. Dana Brown wasn't here when he did the all two. I know a uh, uh, thing. Dana, Dana Brown wasn't here for any of it. How do we know Dana Brown is going to be the one to figure out the money that's given? I don't think. I think Jeff. I, I actually think Jim Crane's going to figure that out. Well, Jim Crane's always always figured it out. Even then Jeff, Jeff Luno had to go to him and say, "Hey, we want to give this guy then money." He's Jerry Every Jones. owner does that. Then he's the, Jerry you think Jones. Jeff Luno did that. Every on his own. owner doesn't decide what contract numbers are going to be. Yes, yeah, yeah, so he decides no, whether you or not say, you can give a contract good. to a guy. So Dana Brown's going to do all the negotiating he'll decide what the number should be and then he goes to jim crane and jim crane goes yes or no right? or no right so yes. all the work's going to be done before jim crane no jim crane's going to be more involved in what the number's going to be yeah well we'll see well i mean i don't know the uh, you don't know what that. do you, you think? Don't, you're, you're just speculating you have what? no idea hold on you have a no second idea. hold on no 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 yes you are yes i do they had a gm in place with james click when they were making the uh, the offers previously and, and they were Jim and, Crane's offers. And Jim offers. Crane had to sign off on them. <clears throat> they said they were Jim Crane's offers. That Jim Crane was the guy who was deciding what the numbers were. Okay, every owner does that. I don't know if you heard. You do no, they not. Don't. You do not give contracts to guys without Cap the owner's guys approval. And general managers come up with the numbers. You just say, "Do we have? You want to get this guy? Yeah, let's get this guy." And then you go to him if a number gets to a certain number. But you have that discussion beforehand. I think Jim is going to be more. Jim's a former college baseball player. He's going he's to be more involved. involved. You already know. He's always been involved. He's always been involved, but he's gotten much more involved over the last two or three years. How do you know that? He was he was intricately involved with Jeff Luno. I know this for a fact. Then why were they making decisions on players before getting Jeff Luno just made tremendous decision after decision after decision after decision. Well, a lot of them were actually okay, bad. Okay, and they did. They made Jeff Bagwell made mistakes. There's no question well, about Jeff, that. Well, well, first but, of all, Luno made bad decisions. The decision to get uh, um, Carlos Gomez was a terrible decision. The decision to yeah, but he, uh, yeah, they, he made bad decisions. He too. absolutely did. They weren't all good. But you know what? For the most part, I mean, the dude put together an organization and signed guys, and especially the Latin guys, he did a tremendous job. No, he made mistakes. Absolutely. Everybody makes mistakes. Well, the guy who signed the Latin Everybody guys, makes the guy who signed the Latin guys is gone too. Yeah, right. Well, Jeff's gone. Mike Elias is gone. Everyone who was from the Astros that was built, what you see now, even clicks little bullpen or whatever, that's gone. Right. 
That's for the most part, that's gone. That doesn't concern you that all the people involved with how this was built into the mega dynasty it was are gone. That doesn't concern you at all. Well, there, I mean, Michael I is gone. Like it doesn't bother you. It bothers me. Why do I just think that there's this, that, that Jeff Bagwell and Jim Crane can carry this on because they know how Leno did things and they know how Mike Elias did things. They know how strong. Did like, you see the story about Al Pedrique no. about how he signed Jose Altuve? Did you see that story? Uh, hey. Yes, I heard it. You heard I it? heard it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Al Pedrique is the guy that signed up the, he's the guy that found uh, all oh, the, the pitchers Latin too? talent. Oh, yeah, a lot of the guys. Well, at least he's still at the team. He ran a couple of their Latin American places. So he's, are, he's is, a guy. Is he that, the director that, of the minor leagues? What does he do for us now? Um, I don't know. If, I don't even know if he's still with he's the organization. He's not. He's gone. Yeah, yeah. He had to get out of here. You don't know what you're doing, Pedro. Well, how do you know they, didn't, they just didn't leave? You know, the, Why would the, you the, let the, him the, leave? The Honestly. story was that Jeff Luno. Okay, a lot of guys left when Jeff Luno well, was here. It was a toxic okay. organization. So say that part of Luno, too. Well, I love Jeff Luno. But the other part is... Jeff Luno was not great with people skills. Yes. Yes. That's, that's, and Jim Crane's not either. Jim no, Crane is not either. He's not. I love Jim Crane for everything he's done, but I want Jim Crane to be an owner. I, I, I want him to say yes or no on the biggest numbers, but I don't want him negotiating contracts. I don't want him involved with – I don't want Jeff Bagwell overly involved most, with decision making. The most impressive and successful owner of all time. He's got, You know what? He doesn't. Lance doesn't want him to do stuff. Okay. I don't want Jerry Jones. Well, he doesn't want to run the team how you Jerry want to run Jerry had a, a team. great run, too, and well, then he took over a team. Let's see how it goes going forward if they're able to continue to do this. But we'll Jer- did Jerry have a great run with the Cowboys? Well, no, but he, again, we're calling him Jerry Jones. How do you know he's going to be I'm Jerry Jones? I'm just asking Jer- you. I, I know, I don't, listen, did Jerry have a great run? No. Did, and then did, he got did, more did George involved. Steinbrenner have a great run? Yeah. And he was the and then most he, And he then was he the got overly. I don't want Steinbrenner. Nobody wants Steinbrenner. Listen, it's... He owns the team. He's put this whole thing together. And I'm sure if you call him, he'll tell you, you know what, Lance, you're right. No, he's doing it the way he's doing it. He would just prefer that a guy from the 90s who failed in the playoffs wasn't around. I think if it wasn't for Jeff Bagwell, he might feel better. Oh, no, by, uh, no, 100%. That, well, I, I don't mean, know Lance, how Jim Crane got the name duped Bagwell into, just Yeah, it makes him feel bad. And then Jeff here's, and then here's Osmus might be, be coming around. What, yeah, why? What? I don't know. What, what, what? <laughs> Why are these guys? Because you think this is a feel-good thing? Jeff Bagwell has his place. But I don't understand how this is just – why this is just considered – well, Jeff Bagwell knows. He went to the Hall of Fame. He knows what how you build analytics-driven teams. It was all good. He does? It was all good when he was, like, commenting and doing yeah, some play-by-play I love play that. stuff. He's great in the uh, booth. Yeah. Shortlist of former Astros I trust more than Bags as GM. Mike McNani, Jason Jennings. James Mouton, Giovanni Meyer, and Sheriff Blaylock. I don't. They are know. not form- Sheriff Blaylock is not, not a former, former Astro. Astro, and I don't trust Giovanni Meyer. He never even made it to the bigs. Uh, uh, well, actually, the best managers usually never played big league ball. Okay, so it's not what Crane is more is that Crane is more involved, or is it? It's who he's listening to now and yes. what their philosophy is. That's correct. Okay, so how long has he been? You guys don't even know how long he's been listening to Jeff Bagwell. He's had this council for a long time, you guys. It's not just today. It's not last week. He's been listening to these guys. Jeff Bagwell was around even when he was had his problems. He was around. Remember his behind home plate going, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. That, that happened. That's the guy that's that you want guy. giving contracts? What an example. That's, Who you want yeah, are you sure out? you want to stand on that? The guy that gave Montero three years? <laughs> 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 yeah, checks out.
checks yeah. out. Seven, How eight, long do you think Jeff has been we doing this? We got a break again. Goodness gracious, mm. Jeff Bagwell. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And you know what? You'll get some answers today because I'm sure the media is going to go, why is Jeff Bagwell making this decision? I'm hoping Brian McTaggart or somebody says, is, why is Jeff Bagwell in and not, not Dana Brown? I'm hoping that somebody right, asks that question. I'll read Jeff's and I'll read Jeff's the Astros own website. I will read Jeff Bagwell's role with the team. Okay. I'm not going to make anything up. I'll just read it word for word. I don't know. I'm not sure, but well, I know a lot of baseball players do, and this is a baseball thing. It's dipping, okay? And actually, Major League Baseball uh, wanted that. Tony dunk. Gwynn. When, On a serious note, one of my favorite hitters of all time yeah. died because of lip a, cancer. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Said he wishes. No, he no, had no. Never and dipped. I know other guys, uh, a few other guys um, that that had. I mean, the dipping thing is dangerous, guys. It is dangerous. And if you've been doing it for years, it's something that you really need to think about. It's something that you really need to change. And nine seven five dip dot com is a place that you can go and you can wean yourself from that or you know what and just continue to do it because it's not tobacco it's not nicotine it's not eating away at between your 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 cheek and gum it's what it is it's hemp in a pouch made of hemp with cbd oil which has that healing power so you swallow that that cbd oil but you still have the same taste you still have the same the flavor that you want and you still have that same sensation of it being between your cheek and gum listen do yourself a favor. If you've been dipping for years, especially, you want to do this. If you're going to try to start dipping, then dip safely with 975dip.com. That's 975dip.com. You can also find it at CBD American Shaman Stores because they're carrying it now at CBD American Shaman Stores or 975dip.com. ESPN 975.com. Time to wake up. Hey, you, finally awake. You were trying to cross the border, right? Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. Jeff Bagwell is not my D.C. buddy. I've never seen Jeff Bagwell. I've been in the D.C. a couple of times. That's it. Okay, so stop already. Um, There's all kinds of, man, the Jeff Bagwell slander. Is just tremendous right now. 713-780-3776. Tell you what we're going to do. We got beat the limo guy tomorrow. Who they beat the limo guy last week, right? Beat the limo guy. Finished three and two. That's all you got to do is three, three out of five, and you're going to beat the limo guy. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, so let's pick a contestant at 745 exactly. 745 exactly. Caller number four is going to play beat the limo guy uh, on tomorrow. Tomorrow at 9 o'clock. So we will do that. Pick, we will pick the limo guy at four o'clock. If you can, you got to be here at nine o'clock tomorrow. You got to know something about football. Well, maybe you don't. You just go whatever against whatever Justin says, and you beat the limo guy. That's what happens. Chris wants to get in here and talk about Jeff Bagwell. Hey, Chris. Hey, what's up, guys? This has probably been the best thirty minutes of radio in quite some time. Uh, I love listening to you guys argue. I legitimately don't think it's about uh, radio, but um, I do agree with Lance. Like, there's no way you can't tell me that 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 Jeff and, and, and um, Jim Crane aren't, like, in cahoots as far as, like, not consulting folks. I feel like back in the day, Lunau got more say than what Dana Brown gets. But my real question is, John, and, and I want you to swear on everything Coors Light 
that you'll give up Coors Light forever. <laughs> All right, will you swear on this with my next statement? Yes, I will. I want the truth. I want the truth out of you. You can't handle the are truth. Your, are, are, are your teeth that are with the noble people of Houston on the line if you say anything bad about Jeff Bagwell? And I'll hang up and listen. My, are my seats what? Are your seats on the line? <clears throat> no. With, absolutely. If you say no. anything about I, Bagwell. Jeff Bagwell, I don't even, I've never even seen him. I don't even. I don't even. I talked. The last time I talked to Bagwell, he was standing on the second hole on the, on the green you on the green nine. There it is. No, no, in a golf tournament at, at Pine Forest. Then why are you okay with Jeff Bagwell? Is these you've already we've done sports okay. map videos where you didn't like what he did. I know. I'm not. I hate what he did. I hate it. Then why do you want him to have? I don't more want power? him to have this. Are you guys. Then why are you I'm, fighting all us? I'm telling you. No. Again, this is so stupid. I'm not. T- I'm telling you, this is how it is. Jim, you, you t- go ahead. I want Jim Crane to do this. I want Jim Crane to do that. Well, Jim Crane, right. you know what Jim Crane did? Built built a team without you. I wouldn't be frustrated if it wasn't. I know how that th- this is how it is. I had the same level of frustration when Easterby was involved because I saw it coming. I'm like, and I saw Bill O'Brien. I'm like, there was nothing I could do about it. I feel like Jeff, and this is not as bad. Jeff Bagwell knows baseball. Jim Crane is way smarter than anything the Texans have. So that doesn't concern me. I mean, honestly, I'm more concerned about like how they go about hanging on to their, their star players. You know, I, I'm not sure that I love that philosophy if that's sustainable because you have to be so unbelievably good with your drafting and development. You have to be unbelievable. I mean, look, man, these are core guys. You don't just have Bagwell. You don't have just the Bregmans and Tuckers and Altuve's and Springer's coming up all the time. We haven't, when's the last time we saw one? We had Jordan who you stole from another team. Uh, and that was the other guy that, that found Jordan with them. So I, I, I'm, I don't want this to end. I'm sorry. No. I don't want this to end. Nobody I don't want to go end. back to, I don't want to go back to blah baseball. And frankly, you know, and, and frankly, every year the Astros soar and, and play clutch and do clutch things. I'm reminded of how, the polar opposite the other Astros were. And I didn't think that that team was particularly great. at Their mm. their lineups weren't great. They didn't have very good hitting at all. I'm just reminded of a failed organization that had some talent, but even the best players couldn't hit. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't know. I just, I, I, I want them to stay doing what they were doing before. I didn't come into this a huge analyst. I respected it, but I gained more respect over the years. I'm like, man, they really know how to find untapped players and they really know how to develop and they know what they're doing with the pitching stuff. I don't think Jeff Bagwell, the reason I get like this is Jim Crane is an owner. Yes. And he knows some baseball, but he still is inside of a certain, there's still expertise that he has that he doesn't know that that he's not capable of, or, or he's Jerry Jones being a general manager. If he thinks he can, and what has Jeff Bagwell ever done? Listen, I think it's so totally underrated is how they you work the 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 Latin the the Latin countries? Yes, totally underrated, and that's all behind the scenes stuff that has nothing to do with Bagwell, has nothing to do with Crane. Right, you gotta you gotta continue. That is the most important thing that they have to do hey, is continue Pedriki, whatever he. But how do you let honestly? How do you let Pedriki walk I, unless I, he retired? I, I have no idea what happened with Al Pedrika. I have no idea. But but I don't know that the guy behind him isn't very good either. We don't know this. What they what they have done though for years and years and years is continue to I mean it while they rank as the worst one of the worst minor league systems and because of all of the guys that they've traded away and all the guys that they've brought up, but it's guy after guy after guy. I mean, even this year, they bring up JP France. 
Wow. They bring up Yiner Diaz. Wow. It's it's incredible how awesome they are at just getting finding guys and, and in their own system, bringing them up and have them contribute in a huge way. Time after from Chas McCormick to Jeremy Pena to Tucker to I mean all guys, this whole team practically was built in this way. And that's the most important thing. Not who who's filling out the lineup card and who is the most important thing is making sure that the developmental system and the and the and, and the analysis on player de- development right. and signing good players is the most important thing that has to continue Without here. question. And you know what? That has nothing to do with Bagwell or Crane. Okay, let me read this because you're wrong. Jeff Bagwell's role. In his current role as senior advisor, ownership, and baseball operations, Bagwell is an active member of baseball operations department directly supporting player development, scouting, and talent acquisition. He is also a key advisor to both ownership and Astros general manager Dana Brown. In his role, it literally says the three things you just said he has nothing to do with. This is his job. What? Okay, so is he out in the field? Is, is he out in the field scouting players? Is he out there? Is he out there uh, signing fifteen thousand dollar players like Al Pedrique did? Is he in Venezuela? Is he in? Is he in the Dominican signing know. players? I don't know. No, he's not. He's not doing that. But first, but but you're talking about fifteen. 15- development is about the coaches and managers you have down there for you to say he's not part of that that's exactly what he's doing he's baseball operations this is who he is now well Jeff Bagwell is basically an assistant GM to Dana Brown if you're really reading what the Astros have on their own website that he is an assistant general manager who may have more sway with the owner than the GM does you don't know that he doesn't and that bothers me because if I'm Dana Brown do you think in all honesty swear on Coors Lights again Gilbert, we're not taking your call today. We're not doing this. Swear on your Coors Lights that do you think Dana Brown is really happy with how this has I have no worked idea. for him? I don't know. No, I, I don't I, know I, Dana I know Brown's level of happiness. I'm, at, I'm not going to – I have no idea. How do you know how happy Dana Brown Sean, is? Sean, I'm asking you to, to – what do you think? I have no idea. So you don't want to have an opinion on what you I, think well, it On a man's happiness? That's silly. Okay, I have no idea. I'll do it for you then. For me personally, I think Dana Brown came here thinking he was going to be general manager – he immediately ran into Dusty Baker, which was an immediate roadblock on a lot of stuff in terms of lineups and things like that. I think that now, that's, okay, that's what, every man. Every manager makes out the lineup card. General no, managers that, aren't going down. Hold there. on a second. Yeah, that you don't know that there's. He had Dusty. Dusty vetoed Wilson Contreras at the at the trade deadline last year. Yeah. Dusty had tremendous power. I don't think Dana Brown is used to. Having a manager well, he who had this anymore. kind of juice. He's gone now. He's gone. And, I don't, and actually, I think Dana probably said something to Dusty. And Dusty, Dana even said, hey, Dusty makes the lineup cards. We just hope that he gets a good lineup in there. He said that in public. Well, he didn't say that. But you know, like, he didn't say that. So, yeah, but he I said, think Dana you know. Brown probably. And now you got a guy. And Dana said, well, I like having, uh, I like having a direct line. Isn't that what Dana – was yeah, it Dana or somebody else? Right. I like having a direct line right to the owner. Well, now you got Jeff Bagwell who's in there too. Well – He's got a direct line to the owner. He doesn't have a president of baseball operations. Okay, he still has a direct. Can line. Can I ask an ugly question as far as the the Astros and what they've been and what they might be? 2015. I know we always point to seven straight ALCSs, but it's like nine years, excluding 2016, of being a really good baseball team. That's a long, long run. I mean, as fans here, we're spoiled, but this wasn't going to go on 
being this good in perpetuity. So at some point, there is going to be a downturn. Lance, are you foreseeing like the fall of like Rome? That's what you're saying with Jeff Packwell? Basically. I think it's, I think if you, uh, well, here's what I think. This is my honest, God's honest opinion. I think you have very little wiggle room now. I think your wiggle room has really shrunk up because Altuve's older. I think Bregman and Tucker are getting to numbers that you have to make decisions. So you can't screw up. You have to be able to evaluate, sign your free agency, your contracts. All this has to be good. Right. And I think, and I think this is where you, Either the window closes on you or the window opens. Right. And I don't love that people who helped you get here are all gone. I just think if you hit, if the window's been nine years, well, you probably should expect it to close. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, no, I do this, expect it to decline. It's inevitable. You're not going to be – that seven straight ALCSs is incredible. And let's just hope the window stays open another year or two because when Kyle Tucker is up and, and Fromber is up, I'm telling you, you're gonna. I mean, what do you? You have got to have that in place for guys to replace them. We got a break, and you can call in now and, be, and beat the limo guy seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Well, you're not beating them right. today. Not you're, beating them today. Tomorrow. Uh, newest offer. The, it's a big deal right now at Chastain Ford. The big deal is twenty five hundred dollars off MSRP on Super Duty Lariats, or zero percent for six for thirty six months in stock units. So in stock units. So here's the here's the deal. They got them on a lot. They're ready for you to take these. If you're looking for the super duty, I mean, if you if you're if you're out there working, like you know, like I, I'm not doing it really per se, and nearly as much as you are probably. I'm just using my mind a lot more. Here's the deal: is if you're using your truck to work, this super duty lariat is awesome, and you got twenty five hundred twenty five dollar twenty five hundred dollars off MSRP right now. But the deals are unbelievable. We just had $15,000 off the F-150s. We just had a Mach-E deal that is, is tremendous. There's all kinds of deals going on right now. They're going to find the perfect vehicle for you and exactly how you want it with no add-ons, with, with no markups. They're not going to do that while other dealerships are not giving you this $2,500 off MSRP. They are at Chastang Ford. Chastang Ford, that's the way they do it every single time. You're going to love being part of the family. They're the best it's just the best experience that you're going to have. Businesses know it. You know it. If you go and buy your vehicle from Chastain Ford, you're going back. I promise you. ChastainFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead. It's just five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet sassy molassie. Clever metaphors and catchphrases escape me. Like a fat girl waving her trophy from the smell contest. Sweet sassy molassie. I'm trying my best here. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, 748. Yes, we got a we got a contestant for tomorrow. Who is our contestant? Todd. Todd. Todd Farkerson? No, he's not playing. He's not playing Beat the Limo Guy? No. A Todd is going to be our, our contestant tomorrow for Beat the Limo Guy. Justin and uh and his his rottenness will be here. Uh, so that'll be good. So that's tomorrow at 9 o'clock right here. Today we got Josh Pate, bottom of the hour. <clears throat> we haven't even touched on the Rockets last night. I know. we we got to do better. It's been... You it see what Jeff been... Bagwell's tearing this community apart. <laughs> I'm kidding, Jeff. You know I love you. You do not love Jeff Bagwell, so well, stop saying that. general manager. Well, you just do not love Jeff Bagwell, period. Okay? So that is general manager. You can stop. So you re- you'll remember... Putting this team together, when we were looking at the stats when they were putting this team together, where's the shooting going to come from? I mean, 
Amen, not a good shooter. Fred, not a good shooter. Dylan, not so good. Jalen, bad shooters. And and boy, did it come out last night. Well, Fred Van Vliet can actually shoot the three. Just he wasn't good last no. year. And Fred had three in the third quarter, which actually got you to one. If you guys didn't watch the game and you see this final score and you think, what a blowout. The Rockets had possession of the ball in the third quarter with a chance to take the lead. Yeah. And then after they, it's probably one of their 40 turnovers. This is very reminiscent of last year, how they fell apart at the end of games. Exactly. It is the same thing I thought of. And if I, I was just, I was watching... Udoka in a press conference afterwards. And if I had a question, I would ask, what is the key to getting guys to overcome adversity in the third and fourth quarter and keep themselves above water so they don't they don't fall apart? Because this is the same thing that happened. Same thing. Fall Only usually it was apart. in the last like three or four minutes. This was a, yeah. a quarter and a half. Where they fell apart. What happened in the third quarter? I mean, they got to they got to within one, had a chance to take the lead. Mm. They missed, and then before you know it, points, points, points. The Rockets couldn't score. They were stuck on sixty nine. They couldn't score Gosh. forever, and the Rockets ended up getting blown out. And it was, I mean, it looked like a. My son Mason told me. You know, it's it's obviously a disaster. This will never work. Jabari Smith is terrible. Amen Thompson, no one's any good. But the fact is, this is going to take some time. And you could see that um, I think this I think this core is going to be really good. Okay. I really do. But this is going to, man, they look like a team that had never played well, together. Well, it's not only the shooting, though. It's not. And somebody made a point, said, when are they going to get a five? Because God, the they don't have a five. Was the terrible. rebound was 57 to 31. I mean, terrible. Lawndale. I got news for you. Lawndale is not physical enough, and he is not a quick leap. I don't think you can have Shingoon followed by Lawndale. I don't think that's going to work. Boy, you got to and and your power forward that can rebound Jabari. He's only like a you know two hundred pounds, so you're going to have to get somebody. That's the same thing I well, thought. Well, Dylan of. Brooks is supposed to muscle down there. Yeah, get so, a big man. Go get a back a real backup. No, big. I mean that was holy crap. How are you going to win when you get no? You they almost doubled you in rebounds. Look at the possessions. You, it's amazing you got to one. You turn it over a ton. The ball handling was terrible. Amen Thompson was just kind of a mess out there, which that's fine. He'll be fine. But Amen couldn't take care of the ball. The Rockets couldn't take care of the ball. They got second chances all over the place. Uh, the Magic did. Cole Anthony was just a nightmare, was getting too many easy shots and then hitting the hard ones when he had them. It was just a very inconsistent effort. You, weren't, you didn't rebound well, and you didn't take care of the ball. And you're not a particularly good shooting team. That's what it is. So <laughs> All those you're going to have to play in transition. Like you can't get caught up in. You're going to have to limit how many. You can't just be a half court team. You're gonna, there's no Jason Tatum on this team. You're gonna, the closest you have is is Shingun. You're going to have to get in transition and try to get easy battles. By the way, how many assists did Shingun have? Six. Did, is that is that over three and a half? You missed your over six and a half bet. Uh-huh. But well, you, I you said, hit your, I put it at six and a half. You hit your over three and a half bet. Yeah. Yeah. When it was when it was I thought it would be six and a half. That was easy. I money. set it at six and a half. And you know what? Oh well, I just missed three and a half. That was easy money at easy three and money. a half. He easy. had two in the first quarter. I mean he it was ridiculous. He had three by half and he got fourth early in the, the fourth quarter. Like Shankun is a great pass. That's free money. If they keep doing this, this three and a half, that's free money. Yeah. Jeff Packwell needs to find a five. For this team. Okay. Well, you don't do this to me. Okay. I just finally have a chance to relax and breathe. Where's JaVel? Do you think he'd sign JaVel McGee? Three-year deal. 
60 million. You can't do anything with one year. You got to get three to see what a guy can actually do. Jeff Bagwell needs to find a five. That's what he needs to find. Okay. They can come in here. Oh. All right. Uh, 713 Anything else on Rockets you want to? I, I mean, I'm I mean, still, I, I'm not, I'm not. That, that, that yesterday's game doesn't bother me. I, I just, the, there are some things that I, that really hammered home. Fred Van Vliet's going to have a hard time beating people off the dribble. Cole Anthony, and more than Cole Anthony, they have multiple defenders hounding Fred Van Vliet up at the, that's that's the key, is you just don't let him get those high screen and rolls. You make him work from the time that he hits half court. You are on top of him because he's not really quick enough to just blow by people. So he had to work no, exceptionally did you see hard. Jeff Green b- blow by? Yeah, I saw it. Got Holy one. crap. Mm-hmm. Jeff Green might be your answer offensively. Holy crap. Oh, I don't like the way that sounds. <laughs> Maybe. That doesn't sound like playoff basketball. <laughs> Maybe Tillman will bring in Matt Maloney to make some basketball decisions. Are you comparing Matt Maloney to Jeff Bagwell? Is yeah. that what you're doing, David? David, is that what you're doing? Maloney never ran okay, the Rockets. Okay, the, uh, the Rockets equivalent of Jeff Bagwell is Clyde Drexler, Hall of Famer. Um, Or maybe, I don't know, Clyde won championship, so that's a different. that's a little bit different. But... Uh, I don't know that there's a Rockets equivalent to Jeff Bagwell because he's incomparable. So stop already, Matt Maloney. You're going to put Matt Maloney on that. Stop, stop. okay? 713-780-3776 is the number if you'd like to get in here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 to hang out with us here. We had uh, that. Um, a lot of talk. Let A lot of talk about, about Texans trade deadline. Let's do that on the other side here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Josh Patron in the bottom of the hour. Let's uh, talk right now about Houston Powder Coaters, though. That's my peeps over there. Robin, she is fantastic. You, my friends, are the ones that are going to benefit from all of their experience because they're awesome. Over 20 years, five-star customer service. It's really, listen, uh, the the HOAs right now with the pools closed, they're sending all of their uh, pool gear, their 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 furniture out there to Houston Powder Coaters, so it's 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 a busy time. Or you know, if you are an HOA and you haven't sent it yet, um, that uh, Robin says you all do that like in February, and then it's like swamped, and you're not going to get your stuff back in time. So do it now, do it, do it, do it now. Get your stuff to Houston Powder Coaters. Let them come and pick. They'll pick it up. They'll deliver it back to you. You don't have to do anything. But if you've got a public pool that that, that your 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 uh, furniture out there needs some some powder coating, do it now. Go to HoustonPowderCoaters.com and let Robin come. And you, there's a good chance that you'll be talking to Robin. But it doesn't matter where you are, Galveston, Huntsville, Fulcher, Baytown, Crosby, Mount Bellevue. They will come, pick it up, and deliver it to you. 281-676-3888. You need to have the stuff looking good. You will save money by not buying new furniture and have them do it. Do have them do it as opposed to you trying to buy new furniture or do it yourself. HoustonPowderCoaters.com. HoustonPowderCoaters.com. ESPN 97.5.com. We keep getting away with it. He can't keep getting away with it.